News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, the choices we make in how we heat our homes and how we travel directly impacts the quality air we breathe. That's according to the air quality report from the Environmental Protection Agency. Uh, it found that around 1,300 premature deaths occur annually in Ireland due to poor air quality from fine particulate matter. Uh, Pat Kenny is an EPA senior scientific officer and co-author of the report. He joins us now. Pat, like, I find it amazing every year when this figure comes out, 1,300 premature deaths. Nobody seems to take any notice to it. It is an extraordinarily high figure. It's an incredibly high figure. It's too high a figure. Um, it's a figure that we need to work to address and to reduce. Um, the World Health Organization put out guidelines um, in relation to the impacts of air pollutants on our health. They revised those guidelines last year, about this time last year, new guidelines came out. They've gone lower. Um, And what this report is also showing is that right across the country, um, we can't meet those new guidelines at the majority of our monitoring stations. Now, it's important for me to say that there are also legal limit values that are set by the European Union. We don't exceed any of those. But there are new guidelines from the World Health Organization and we can't meet those right across the country. At a European level, um, those European legal limit values that I just referred to, they're being looked at at the moment. Um, The European air quality directives are currently under revision. Um, What the European Commission have indicated is they're going to look to move towards those world health organization guideline values. And that's equally what the EPA is stating today in this report is that Ireland and Europe need to start moving towards those meeting those new guideline values which are there for the purpose of our health. Okay, let's sort of spell it out in in, in plain language. I was walking around my area uh, last night. I could feel it in my There was fires burning. I could feel it. I could actually feel it in my my throat. We're talking here about People burning uh, fires in their house. We're talking about how we how we travel as well. That's what's causing this this pollution. The one thousand three hundred premature deaths. Um, the majority of those are from fine particulate matter PM two point five. Um, I wish there was a snappier way for me to say that, yeah. or a more memorable way for me to say that. But fine particulate matter, and the the dominant source of that is how we heat our homes. Um, the dominant source of another pollutant, nitrogen dioxide, which is our other pollutant of concern, is transport and traffic. But the bulk of those 1,300 premature deaths are coming from fine particulate matter. And that is, you're quite right, it's how we heat our homes. And that's why at this time of year, yes, you can you can taste that in the air because we're getting into the heating season. OK. Uh, do we need to get to a point, and I, I'm very conscious that some people, the only way that they have of heating their home uh, is with a fire. But there, there are many of us that, you know, have a fire as well as a central heating system. Like, y- you don't light up a cigarette now in, in somebody's company uh, because it's impolite to do so. Do we need to get to that point where people think, actually, before I light my fire, what harm is it doing to my local area? I think that... It's very important. Obviously, this is this is going to be a difficult winter for an awful lot of people, um, and that um, where people have 
choices and some people do have choices some people have more choices than others and where you do have that choice to change how you heat your home by moving away from smoky fuels and instead using cleaner choices that where it's possible for you to do that and again I do appreciate it's not possible yeah, for everyone we don't want people do we don't want people to of go course, cold this winter that's, that's that dangerous warm, as well that will kill people, people as well warm comfortable homes that's yeah. that's completely correct that you know people need to have have warm heated homes and when they don't have a choice obviously they have to use the system that they have but even with that if you have a solid fuel heating system and that's the only system that you have and you're not in a position to make a change on that there are choices you can make there as well it's about the type of fuels that you use yeah. if you're burning wood make sure it's as dry as possible the drier it is the less particles you're going to put out don't I think use smoky knows, fuels I think there's some people still fuels. using smoky fuels yeah, don't use smokier fuels um, equally you know it's how you maintain your system as well. Make sure that you've got your, your, your chimney swept. Make sure that you're not absolutely ramming that stove with solid fuel. Because again, it's all about getting the highest burn temperature that you can if you're using solid fuel. Like from an EPA perspective, they say, well, you have the option to move away from that. Please do. But if you're using that system, it's about how you use it. Um, equally, as you said there, where people have secondary solid secondary heating systems if you have a means and you can afford to heat your system heat your home using your primary heating system be that gas or oil and your secondary system is solid fuel if you can choose not to do that particularly on those days where and we ha- we have real time air quality information on www.airquality.ie we put out an air quality index for health that where the air quality in your area is going to poor or very poor you can sign up to a twitter feed called at @epa air quality particularly on those particular days if you've got that secondary heating system if you can make the choice okay. not to use that and still be warm and comfortable in your home, you're going to have a positive impact on your local area, on your air quality, on your neighbour's air quality. It's a, it's, it's Fi- a public Final question, Pat, uh, briefly. In 10 years' time, will we still be burning fuel to heat our homes? I think the public need to be supported in making changes. Um, there's a new national clean air strategy that government have been very actively working on and the EPA again is calling for that to be published and to be fully implemented and we would look that there would also then be supports for the public to start to move towards those cleaner choices for heating their homes. Yeah. Do you think we will still be burning stuff in 10 years' time? I think that linking together with climate change and the changes that we need to make there, that there will probably be a reduced level, a much reduced level of burning. Okay. But the public really do need to be supported in this, because as we said at the very yeah. start, obviously when we get into winter time, people need to have warm, comfortable homes. So if they're going to make changes, which are going to have a really positive health impact, air quality impact, climate change impact, the public really need to be supported in making those changes. Pat Kenny, EPA Senior Scientific Officer, thanks indeed for talking to News Talk Breakfast. Ed. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.